We talk to him. Hey, talk to him. Hey, talk to him. Yo, yo, what's good? I'm Corey. Hey, this is Dela. And welcome to episode 16 of The Bridge. <clears throat> welcome back to another installment of our the show. Bridge. Yeah, and yeah. I really just want to say thank you for all the love y'all been showing our episodes, especially yeah. the one with Victor Sandifer from Run the World. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. excuse me, Victor Sandifer Jr. Yeah, don't, forget don't forget the, the junior. junior. Like, um, yeah, thank you. Like, we really appreciate it. We appreciate love, him for support. coming through Hell and yeah. supporting us. Go get so, some Run the World shit. They just yep. put out a, a new shirt. Like I actually he was just saying. bought something from them, and then I, was I had about to, to. I think I'm gonna get that one. Embarrassingly, emailed them like I put the wrong address. That's like, hell <laughs> funny. They emailed you back. <laughs> right away. <laughs> I was like, this is probably somebody I know. <laughs> emailed my dumbass back. <laughs> like, ain't gotta be professional <laughs> and shit. I was, cause I was like, I was. This is why, like, sometimes I just can't multitask. I was watching the game, mm-hmm. the Oklahoma Warriors game, when I was mm-hmm. doing it, like buying it. I saw it on Instagram. I was like, oh, let me buy it. Put that I lived in Oakland. Like, I put my right address, but I put the city as Oakland. I'm like, this shit gonna be floating around the post office forever, bruh. Niggas is not. I was like, hi, I just realized that I put the wrong address. Like, anyways. But yeah, thank um, you for all the love and support. Yeah, thank you. We uh, can't stop, won't stop. Take that, take that. And continue to support us, like, subscribe, share the links. Oh, follow us on, I'm gonna probably say this at the end show, but while we on it, follow us on Twitter. Uh, at the bridge, the bridge five one zero, and then we just got an IG page. Right. So follow us on the bridge podcast five ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. get on that. Get on that. So, so today we will be. Oh, go ahead. You got. I was it. gonna say speaking of the Warriors. Since yeah, I yeah. Said them. Uh, what did you want to say about the Warriors? Oh, nothing. Uh, not nothing. <laughs> <laughs> not nothing. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I know a lot of people seen the game. Um. Which game just, is this, Jakari? What are uh, your first? Uh, the, let me give a little background. <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder game, man. I'm just tired of the hype. I think it's dead. I think we just seen that. Uh, it's it's just over with now. Like KD, like Russ said, let KD be KD and let Russ be Russ. But I know people finally just really see right. why KD had to go. But what did you think about the game? Did you love it? I love that they finally interacted. That's what I was saying. I was watching yes. the game with TJ yes. and um and, and Bam, and I, I was I just text- telling, just finally yeah. that I don't I don't care what it was. Hi, yeah. bye, a handshake, a hug, KD interact, finally bruh. responded. Yeah, exactly, just interact. Because kind of kind of been going at him a little bit, like, not nothing verbally but, though. But KD kind of finally like okay, nigga, yeah, I'm sorry. KD was he, yeah, and I like how KD responded to everything yesterday. Yeah. A lot of people can fold under that. Um, the big takeaway pressure and, yeah and that I got from the game honestly because I just be I mean the game itself was interesting but honestly after the first half it was kind of like we know where this is going yeah but the, um, the second half was hella good but it keep was going. good but it was just like okay no that's when it was turned but keep going it was turned but not for playing reasons oh like, I mean in terms of the score no, but now they were starting to come back referring to yeah referring I mean we knew to. the Warriors were probably going to win um, but they start coming back but, but keep uh, going. The, the biggest thing that I got from it was how corny the fans were. Oh, my gosh. I, the cupcake stuff. I was like, bro, y'all are too nice. Like, if it's one thing I know as a Raider fan, we yeah. know how to be mean to niggas yeah. when they come in town. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Or even Cleveland fans, when Brian came back, they, yeah, he they felt got, hated. Yeah, but they got washed real quick when he came back that first time. Yeah, the they did. they lost. Yeah, so you did the Warriors. So did the fans th- in Cleveland. <laughs> nope. <laughs> But I'm just talking about in terms of just how how mean they was. The that cupcake yeah, yeah. shit was weak. No, and the um, thing, the reason why I bring the up the Raiders, was weak. right, is mm-hmm. because remember the whole Menti Tail stuff. Mm-hmm. So when he came into town, once he got into the league, bro, it was all kind of fake girlfriend signs. Like they yeah, was going at bro's yeah. neck. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like y'all don't know how to be mean in Oklahoma. Like <laughs> not bro, somebody don't. a cupcake. No. Like that's delicious. Yeah, like, <laughs> just off a of Russell joke and right. And, and it's just saying. I mean, it is delicious, but I get he's calling them soft. But I but mean, it wasn't. It wasn't good enough. It just wasn't good enough. No, no. he didn't feel as hated. He, like he said after the game, he thought the Bulls were going to be louder. The tunnel yeah, it was the game. fun. It was fun. He had. I like. I like. I love to see that that he embraced it though, and um, I'm I'm proud of KD actually because yeah. like I said, besides the fact if you don't like the decision or not, like he and it's another thing that I don't like, like how I mean I get your fans and all the other things, but how a lot of people let these type of decisions affect their whole lives, mm-hmm. bro. Like 
Right. Like, come on, bro. Like, you need to be wearing a... Not even on that fact, because that, that's me being, like, a little fun killer or whatever. Right. But on a real note, like, y'all mm-hmm. should not be that affected by somebody... And I don't like how they... People act like they just don't... Like, they're dumb. Like, they don't understand, one, why he left. And two, why Russell is mad that he went to the Warriors. Yeah. And me and Brittany... Shout out to Brittany again. Friend Brittany got to come on one Friend time. We talk, we talk about her all the time, but... We were, she was saying how, you know, she she was talking to a Dubs fan. And I'm going to get to the difference between Dubs and Warriors fans in a mm-hmm. minute, at least in my opinion. Um, but she was talking to a Dubs fan, and she mm-hmm. was just saying how they were trying to act like... She was like, so if Steph went, you know, to the Cavs, y'all wouldn't be mad? Like, yeah. you would be, and you would, you would feel some kind of way about yeah. that. Like, a team you keep losing to, and, you know, your best player goes there, like, so they can win. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know all this. How he handled did it. We're, that's what that was. The, that was just the worst. You know what part. I mean? Like that's the only part you I don't be mad. Like, like don't act like don't yeah, act dumb. For sure. right? You know that. You know how these stands be. That's what any team, any team, like we were saying earlier. If you're a real life, like you know, or you know, if you take this shit way more serious than other people, you are gonna always make excuses or you know try to find the best way to make it. Like what your team right. did do right, but I, I'm not never will never blame the Warriors. Who don't want KD? Right. Like I was saying, like he shouldn't feel bad for it. Only thing he should feel bad for is how he handled it with Russ. That's right. it. But them leaving, come on, bro. Right. People make decisions to change their occupations all the time. Exactly. And he did the situation that's best for mm-hmm. him after he didn't gave a, a city like Oklahoma City nine hard ass. And years. he's given so much to the actual city, like Thank not you. even he, just as a come player, on, bro. but he as got, a person. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the part where I don't like when, when. That's why I understand, like the you feel me. That's why how you say I, I thought they should have been meaner, or they wasn't being meaner, or whatever. But that's what I mean. Like, don't forget all about all that right. stuff. Why y'all mad about the basketball shit? I get that shit, but don't forget about but he gave y'all city a mil. He gave y'all a million. Soon as that that uh, little tragedy they had, travesty they had happened, right? With he the gave tornadoes. him a mil. Yeah. He gave him a meal. And he's done other stuff. Like yeah. this that's just one out of the many things he's done for that community. And I and I'm gonna say this real quick and I'm gonna only say this once. There is a difference between dubs and Warriors fans. So Definitely. the thing is it's like I grew up in East Oakland. I grew up right like maybe five, maybe ten minutes away, probably not even that far. Um, the arena is technically in the sixties. I lived in the eighties, so mm-hmm. it's not it's really not far if you're from East Oakland. Not at so um wasn't like nigga when I was in middle school nobody was calling them the dubs like to be perfectly honest like I don't know if they've been had that name whatever but nobody was calling them that so this is the thing like Warriors fans stop acting like we've been great for 40 years like we just got great just got you know what I mean and like I hate how people and I was I got into this argument recently in a group chat and I hate group chats but the dude tried to tell me, like, the Warriors were never, never relevant until Steph got there. First of all, d- not even going back that long, don't disrespect don't Steven Jackson like that. Don't disrespect yeah. the We Believe team like that. Because regardless of if they won a championship or not, if they won a series in the playoffs or not, that meant a lot yeah. to the city of Hell Oakland. Yeah. You know what I mean? That meant like, a lot to the NBA. Come on, bro. That, that exactly, had the whole that NBA rocking that year. Yeah. Bro, they were Baron Davis dunking on yeah. Kirilenko, bro. Shit. Like that's that. that's a moment, yeah. bro. They had a moment. Don Nelson, we believe. Come yes. on, bro. That was a moment. Like they had a moment. Like, don't say sure. they're and they were relevant. If you make it to the playoffs, you're relevant. Sure. You know what I mean? Like and made some like noise. Was, and they were AC selling be the one out. Seat. Yeah, they were selling out. They had the number one season ticket sales during that time. If you, how are you have the number one season ticket sales if you're not relevant? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. That built up to where they are now. Mm-hmm. They set, you know, they set the bar. Like all of those fans who come into the game now was filling up the stadium. They've seen that the journey that mm-hmm. they went from from those we believe years to the Steph Curry years sure. because that's when people really started coming back to the mm-hmm. games. You know, doing it. And I was there during those years. I remember that. And this is why I say there's a difference between. Warriors and Dust fans because I feel like Warriors fans we can respect that we can acknowledge that we can t- have civilized mm-hmm. conversations about the Warriors in relation to other teams another conversation I recently had in the same group chat why am I still there I don't know yeah. but whoever y'all magic, is she is talking to magic y'all. <laughs> I sent you some of the conversation <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why that the Magic Johnson quote that he recently had you know Magic is back being involved with mm-hmm. the Lakers he said the Lakers are one superstar away from competing competing bro. Mm-hmm. that's all he said so dude sent that to our group chat with like 
LMFAO, like, mm-hmm. get out of here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, first of all, I was like, what he's saying is not far-fetched. I was like, he didn't say they're going to win a championship. He didn't say they're going to be the best team. You know, like, mm-hmm. he said competing. Like, you guys, like, again, Warriors fans, always like, y'all act like... You know, y'all wasn't saying that about Monte Ellis and Steph Curry. You know what I mean? Like, don't act like we haven't been there, bro. And I was mm-hmm. like, they got, like, Luke Walton is doing his thing. Like, you know, they may not be the best team in the league, but I was like, I was like, they have solid young talent on that team. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if they nurture that, like uh, Magic said, get a superstar, they can really, you know, compete. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, maybe they're not going to win in the next five years or whatever. I was like, but... The league is better when the Lakers are better, bro. Like, having two or three good teams in the league is not fun to watch. Like, I love the Warriors as much as anybody else. I love them winning, but I don't want to see them beat up on every team. Like, that shit's not fun to watch. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I don't want them to go into... It was a time where the Sacramento Kings were contenders. You know what I mean? There was a time when, you know, the Celtics were contenders and the Lakers were contenders and the West actually had people besides just the Lakers, you know, that were good. And, you know, the East had more than just, you know, that one team. You know, I mean, the Knicks wasn't going to win no championship, but they were contenders, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, everybody doesn't have to be the Cavs or the Warriors for them to be relevant. Yeah, that's just because everybody compares. I mean, it's just the the the, the pedigree and the pedestal that the, the Warriors are on now that everybody wants to compare every team to them, but... Everybody is not the Warriors, and right. I know they set a high it's, standard right, right now, but, I mean, it is what it is, you know? You know, don't be... Yeah, right. you can't get into it with, with stands and shit, bro. Right. You got to just let people I have their own like, opinions. I be ignoring on. a lot of stuff, but, I, like like I said, I'm a fan, but I'm not just going to let you sit here and just be ignorant. Like, Magic was just over there talking, like, out of his ass. Like, he was Magic do be talking out of his ass sometimes, sometimes though. Often. But not, that wasn't but nah, a that wasn't, statement, No, though. it wasn't. And like he's also supposed to say statement. that. No, no, no. It definitely wasn't. They are... A superstar away from competing for the playoffs. I right. wouldn't say for a championship, but for the playoffs, like, yeah. Don't, don't They're not competing now. If they had a superstar, they would definitely be competing for the playoffs. Right. But that's neither here nor yeah. there, especially the Lakers, because, you know, we in the Bay. Right. But, yeah, go ahead. Uh, how we was... What else did we want to talk about with the Warriors? Oh, with like, you want to talk about how they were moving? Yeah, they yeah. had that weak-ass groundbreaking ceremony. Mm, yeah. Ooh. Look, she's not feeling this Cirque move to Soleil. the city. Brown for me so kind like know. once they and I've said this plenty of times once they move to San Francisco I'm not going to be a Warriors fan anymore and you can think whatever you want to think about that that's your own personal decision right no I, and I I understand that a lot of people and, feel that way that's fine and though. that's just me being like I said I told you where I grew up at and I've seen this team I know the history of the team the Warriors didn't win the championship till they came to Oakland this is the only place they've ever won at mm-hmm. they didn't win it when they were in the city when they moved over here they were originally supposed to play in SoCal split the games between SoCal and Oakland end up not working out they didn't gain a fan base till they came to Oakland mm-hmm. so I don't really get down with Joe Lacob like that I'm glad you know Michael Jordan clowned him the way he did and I'm glad he felt some kind of way about it I don't really care for bruh um <laughs> And <laughs> I'm getting real. Yeah, like, you get real know? personal. Like, yeah, damn. I, don't like I feel it, bro. it. I feel it. I'm just saying, no, like, it, it when just hit. The they not. His main they don't care. Yeah, like, sure. I'm gonna make this team the San Francisco Warrior again. Go ahead and see how much them take you support y'all when y'all not good no more. Go over there and see that. But it's just if they're not good no more. I know. I feel you, and I, I get everything you're saying. But they don't care no more. That's like why right. I don't. I don't be. I don't even be trying to trip off it no more right. because they they don't care about they they, they, they got a whole new fan base they have a whole new fan base they don't care I'll about be the there. fans they have a whole new right. fan base that is going with them right. to San Francisco exactly and that so shit is sad they whatever I don't really care about it um fuck yeah that's just that that's just sad like though. I said that week ass groundbreaking oh, yeah, that's ceremony what we're talking about the groundbreaking ceremony yeah with the Cirque du Soleil dancers yeah. dressed up as construction like get out of here bro right. like that shit was weak I don't care. Like I really don't. Like at this point, I really don't. That's out of all the teams, they was they was one of the teams that could have just bought a new stadium. They got the money. The the city would have funded that, or Joe Lacum got enough money, or whatever the situation may be. They could have got that done. Especially y'all just want to change. They could have got it done. Y'all had the means to stay in Oakland. But obviously, you know, he had another agenda. Right. Clearly, like I said, that's been his agenda since he first got here. Mm -hmm. So, um. Whatever. I don't really get yeah. down with bruh. I know that shit weak. I don't get let's, down with some of the decisions he's made. I don't get down with some of the shit he be saying. Like I said, I'm glad Michael Jordan clowned him. I don't care. Yeah, I don't fuck with Michael Jordan um, either. But, yeah, I don't so. I don't really care. But, but yeah, the, what, what he, he said, yeah, he got under, under his skin a, a little bit. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's I'm glad whatever. He did. It's whatever. 
You feel me? The, for the for at least though they're here for the next couple of years, bro. We just gonna enjoy and cherish these times that they're here now. <laughs> like they about we to got die. to yeah, cause I feel it, but yeah. It really uh, is kind of like that. Yeah, though. I feel it. Um, I mean, moving on to the Raiders move not in, moving or right. not moving uh, or not, which it look, it's looking like. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Nah, not so, right now. Um, if you guys are not aware, the Oakland Raiders were trying to move to Las Vegas. Well, I should mm-hmm. say Mark Davis was trying to move the Raiders to Las Vegas. I feel um, like he's the only owner. one who wants this to happen, bro. <laughs> another owner who I don't mess with. Um, and I've never liked Mark Davis, even when Al was here. I've never liked Mark Davis. Um, Mark Davis is a cat. If you're from here, you know what that means. <laughs> um, but he's just like, he really screwed over this deal. And I'm kind of happy he did. Um, what I've been reading, not to kind of put Jakari on this like a, a few weeks ago when this first happened, um, I've been reading a lot of stuff actually from like a lot of Vegas writers because I feel like their information is a lot different than the information <laughs> that we're given here. Definitely. Um, so if you are interested, <laughs> um, the Reno Journal, uh, Richard uh, Veloda, he's been writing some pretty good informative pieces on why this deal is falling apart and other things like that. So what happened was they're trying to move to Las Vegas. Mark Davis got his investors, or so he thought. Mark mm-hmm. Davis, who is still living in 1985, thought his retro ass was going to pull the wool yeah, over somebody's gonna, eyes. Thought he was going to pull a fast one. And he lost his biggest investor. Mm-hmm. So the guy who he lost as an investor is also, from what I learned from the guy from Las Vegas, is a huge deal in Las Vegas. For like, sure. he's a boss, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once he pulled out, unbeknownst to Mark Davis, the only reason his backup investor was involved in this was because the other guy was involved and mm-hmm. he's paying them. Mm-hmm. So once the dude found out that he had this secret backup investor who he's also buddies with... They were like, no, we can't be the backup investor mm. no more. So he literally has nowhere to go from here, almost, because he's pissed off one of the most important people in Las Vegas. Also, the guy who originally pulled out is, like, really involved with, like, the politics there, too. Yeah. So he and also, of- they also might end up reversing yeah. the council decision that they made to give tax funding Mm -hmm. to the Raiders because the guy, like I said, the guy who pulled out, he had all the pool at City Hall. And most most other owners with money, there's a lot of other people with money that could obviously buy, but a lot of these people own like casinos and stuff. And this is one of the only guys who didn't own casinos and stuff like that. So he doesn't have any, you know, a lot of other owners would be very uncomfortable right. if a a a, a, per, a a person who owned a casino was mm-hmm. investing in a in football a team. Because you're so, already in Vegas. So yeah. on top of that, if you have an investor that's involved in gambling, yeah, no. like that looks bad all around. And this was one of the only guys who was not involved right. in casinos. So this one, this one stung and put uh, Mark Davis back on his ass. And As they start, should. yeah, and they start trying to bring up other cities like San Diego. I don't want to see the Raiders Stop in San it. Diego, L.A. Stop it, Mark Davis, bro. You need to figure it the fuck out and try to figure out how you about to get the Raiders to stay here, bro. Right. Period. He's that an you, idiot. If first of all, if and then I would not want to do business with him after the way he just handled exactly. this whole situation. Like you that thought somebody the 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 stadium cost like one point uh something billion or something right. like one point six or one point five or something like that and this dude 1.2 I think and this dude was giving you 650 million you thought you was not about to give him no owner stake and he's paying for half of your uh of your stadium right. bro you're done <laughs> you're done <laughs> yeah but that was just a stupid move in general and definitely um like I said the Raiders they're really like they play where the Warriors play so it's I think it's super vital to keep them here, yeah. keep the A's here, yeah. like just have somebody got to be here, right? Exactly. And Oakland is too rich of a city, and I mean that monetarily and cultural, culturally, it's too rich of a city to let both of those teams leave and mm-hmm. not have it here. And it's already going downhill with all the gentrification, so we need to really try to keep Oakland as Oakland as possible. Uh-huh. And I feel like keeping the Raiders here is one of the things that, you know, it's going to do that. Um. One of the things that I actually love about the Raiders is they're not like the Patriots or the Cowboys. They don't really have this pristine image that no, they need to worry no. about. So when I say keep Oakland, Oakland, the, the Oakland Raiders kind of embody that Definitely. as an image, as an organization. They've always been a team known for all smacking people in the stuff mouth. Going and, on, all yeah. the stick them. Do you, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, for yeah. sure. So come on uh, now, Google Bill Romanowski <laughs> and his no, heyday. No, don't, don't Google Bill Romanowski. You don't follow He's Bill trash, Romanowski. Bro. He's trash. 
What happened to Bill when Romanowski? He, when, he, when he said boy, you don't remember that Kaepernick nah, stuff? Yeah. Oh no, I don't. I don't. I don't Bruh. want no backstory. I, 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 no, yeah, I don't I want. Okay, well, Bill, Bill Romanowski was a hog back in the day for the he's, Raiders. He's a clown. A lot clown of people juice. are clowns who uh, uh, play for the Raiders that have played for the Raiders, like Marquette King. Clown juice. No! Clown juice. Clown I like ju- him. He's funny. You What's wrong with the You way? didn't see what just happened at the Pro Bowl. Yeah. What? What you Oh, yeah. He reacted to little Aqib Tlaib snatching uh, uh, Crabtree's Crab chain. chain thing with Aqib Tlaib. Yeah. You didn't know that. Yeah. Clown juice. Yeah, no, he's that's done. Funny. No. That's not funny. If a nigga snatched my chain and you no, and no, I no, see no, you no, on no. a video the next week and y'all no, 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 no. Googling and giggling. First of all, y'all know how close him and Crab are. They teammates, bro. It don't matter, bro. <laughs> I don't care. It bro. don't that matter. No, bro. That, that's not funny, bro. That's disrespectful. Okay, it's not funny. I yeah. apologize. It's okay. No, you don't got to apologize to me. That's your nigga. I'm not you a Raider fan. You. I love me. You a part of the nation. <laughs> I'm not a part of the nation. Also, you not, good. Not yeah. Not like I said, no, not I'm not. I am a Bay Area bred okay. kid who loves Bay Area sports. But moving on from the Bay Area, what? No, we're not moving on from the Bay Area. Oh, you want to keep going Raiders? Oh, noisy. That is not moving. I mean, okay, moving Moving on wherever we got next. Moving on from wherever we got next. We're moving on from sports. To noisy. To noisy. So if you guys don't know what noisy is, it's a program on Viceland. And basically the host, he goes to different cities and kind of highlights some of the culture there, some of the things that are going on socially there. Um, He follows artists around, things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I would look into it. It's a pretty, it's a decent show. Um, so one of the episodes, they featured the Bay Area on there. And the premise of the show was, I want to say it was gentrification and how music that's coming out of Oakland is kind of either moving that forward or kind of where does it fit into the changing aspect of the Bay Area. Um, so he highlighted G-Eazy. G-Eazy was kind of like the main Definitely deal on the showcase. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a white rapper coming out of Oakland, so that's where the gentrification part comes in, blah, blah, blah. So they interview people like um, Neff the Pharaoh, E-40. Who else did they interview? Mr. Fab. Mr. Fab was on there. Um, so what did you think about the episode, Jakar? Uh, I really liked it. I really, I didn't, well, I can't, I, yeah, I, I still really liked it, despite the things that I mm-hmm. did not like about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but initially, I really liked it. Um, I understand g Easy being the one showcased. <laughs> Um, Jeezy is a very important figure. He's from Berkeley, California. He's mm-hmm. very important to the youth. His and mom was his thing. probably yeah, she was one really of the good. best yeah. interviews on there. It, it was really good. It was really good. Um, it gave me a different perspective on Jeezy because you never sure. know. For you just sure. never know. And I've seen other interviews of him, and I was like, I'm not still always yeah. was cool with it, but right. this just it, it, this it opened my eyes up a little yeah, more. Definitely with his mom. Definitely, it got a little bit more uh, intimate, like especially got, you when you like see where somebody comes too. from. Especially when you see where somebody yeah. like where somebody comes from, because yeah. you you realize like, okay, you feel me that. At least somebody that you know mm-hmm. is aware and woke. Right. You feel me? You may not be, and you are, but there's been other people where I was like, right, right, maybe right. he don't really get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe he don't really get it. But it was just good to see that. Um, I also liked the part with with Nefta Pharaoh and them showcasing Nefta Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Um, always got to talk to E Forty, the Godfather, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Mr. Fab, even though I would have liked to see some more youth, even though (laughs) even though I would like to see some more youth from Oakland. And like I was Mm -hmm. telling Dayla, period, like I just want to see more youth on the show, period, Mm -hmm. like Neff. But there's just other artists Mm -hmm. um, from coming out of the Bay Bay that they could have showcased more. Mm -hmm. But I get it. You know, you got to go with the names that a lot of people know and Mm -hmm. more people know. Yeah. But um, overall, it was good. It was a good representation mm-hmm. of us, you yep. know, because they had the right people on there. And um, the people that were speaking, they were speaking, you know, f- from us, from yep. a perspective of us, mm-hmm. especially like Nefta Pharaoh. But the thing that I like that we had a problem with that me and you both or that you especially highlighted was the the moderator, the narrator, mm-hmm. or whatever he was. The host, um, yeah. The host and, um, and how... You you know when you do something like this like noisy Bay Area you would rather have somebody for the culture but I feel like I was saying like they wanted somebody mm-hmm. like him who was unaware and clueless or mm-hmm. acted clueless or whatever the situation mm-hmm. may be um, because there's a situation in the uh, documentary um, where they're outside talking to Neff and Neff is in Vallejo California and um, 
There's a lot of people outside, you know, chilling. There's cameras outside, and niggas is chilling. Niggas is smoking, drinking, talking, you know, interacting. He interacting with Neff friends and they in Neff neighborhood. So, you know, they just giving the backstory of Vallejo and how, you know, Neff got on and the gentrification that's going on in Vallejo and stuff like that. And um, some policemen had rolled up. And uh, the white guy was clueless, the moderator or whatever, the host was clueless. And he didn't, He had said he didn't understand why they had came up because he just think because him and his noisy people mm-hmm. is filming that it's just good to be on the corner. Nah, right. bro, it's 20, 30 niggas outside. Somebody's going to pull up and check the scene. Somebody going to look. Mm-hmm. It's, it's people outside looking and like, hold on, mm-hmm. this don't look. We going to call. Somebody right. need to roll by. Yeah, that was one of... The few things that I had a problem with. So, and then on top of that, when the police arrived, so mind you, they were outside, but they weren't doing anything. No. Like people were literally just standing around, Ch- like smoking, outside of their homes. Cooling. First of all, they Chilling. weren't in another neighborhood. They mm-hmm. were outside of their homes. Um, police rolled up, like they speeded up to mm-hmm. them, like full force, like three cars, I think it was. Police hopped out, like few started searching everybody. Mind you, none of the film crew or the host got patted down Mm -mm. just the people they were recording um and so even um and he was like the host was sitting there like i don't understand why this is happening this is because they're black like what do you mean you don't understand why this happening there were black people standing in one spot for too long that's what happens bro like this is what like i don't understand why you don't understand Mm -hmm. why this is happening isn't this why you're here to highlight things like this like i'm confused Mm -hmm. so that was one thing i didn't like another thing that I actually really liked about it is when he was interviewing E-40 mm-hmm. and he was trying to allude to the fact that gentrification was happening because white people were moving into these areas, mm-hmm. kind of taking it over. And instead of E-40 saying that, E-40 was like, why do you think it's happening? Yeah, why? Forcing him to answer who, the question. Who do you think is moving yeah. in there? Yeah. And he was like, white people. Yeah. And so when he made the host say that, like, I really appreciated that because sure. E-40 is not an idiot. No. And he knew the quote that bro was trying to get out of him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you know this. This is why you're asking me this question. So yeah. won't you answer it? it? ain't about to be E-40 right. says no. No. And another thing that, I, like I was saying, I wish, okay, and I get how um, the documentary, the show or whatever was based off gentrification. But mm-hmm. like I was saying, there's youth out here. There's artists right. that we've had on this show. There's artists that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. There's artists mm-hmm. that no, are I in agree. the barrier period. I'm just saying just period that yeah. would have been that, that are fighting against right. gentrification so, like, and would have been something right. nice to highlight. Like Ila J's album is called Gentrify. Yeah. Like that was the easy one. Um, we talked about him, you know, if he would have been included in the show. Um, so they had Mr. Fab on there. He was talking about basically Oakland and the community and why it's important to get, put money back into the community mm-hmm. as black people. We have to support black business, local Hell business, yeah. um, things like that. Which we need one to start doing more. One of my favorite more. parts, uh, and there were there were other stuff. There was other stuff I didn't like about it, but one of my favorite parts was when they went to San Francisco mm-hmm. and to the Fillmore, mm-hmm. and those brothers, like, <laughs> bruh. First of all, I'm in San Francisco all the time. Yeah. Where are these guys? Like, uh, they I there, see... bro. You tripping, bro. <laughs> where, where are these guys? You tripping, bro. Like, I was like, wait, all these five. Yeah. Let Ashley tell it. There are no they good young like, black men no, no, no. in the world. No, and then I never, first of all, don't have, don't Woody McClain me. <laughs> I have never said that statement, first of all. Like, don't have me out here. You've alluded. Saying that. Um, you- so... Um, but that's one thing that actually made me kind of happy because they were talking about how, and they look like, you know, regular dudes, like, mm-hmm. but they were like, we own all this property. Mm-hmm. We're standing in front of yeah, our homes. Yeah, these, these sure. white people moving in here, they're renting from us. Yeah, for sure. Like our grandparents own these that. homes yeah. since 19, whatever, uh, you know, in the forties, uh, they bought this home for 200,000. You know what I mean? Like respect. they were, you know, my, my grandma bought that for 75, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they panned over to across the street and they were really like hipster people like sitting on the porches. He was like, they bought that from us. Mm-hmm. not bought but they're renting that from yeah. us and I thought that was like that was one of the moments that I actually really enjoyed you know on on the documentary and even when they went to Hunter's Point and dude was telling him like right there yeah, those are million built, dollar yeah. col- condos mm-hmm. but this is Hunter's Point yeah. like and so if which is crazy to me like I Jakari doesn't know this but I don't know you might know this but my family is actually originally from San Francisco okay so I did not when, know that yeah so my grandparents my mom's my maternal grandparents they were the first ones to come to California my mm-hmm. family is from Texas mm-hmm. so not that long ago really yeah. my grandparents my grandparents are a lot older though um well they were they're now deceased but they when they first came to California they went to San Francisco 
Um, my mom was actually born in San Francisco, but they came over when she was really small. Mm -hmm. So from my grandma moving over here, and then my mom kind of grew up in Oakland. So mm -hmm. she's like from Oakland. But um, all of my older uncles and aunts, like they were, you know, from San Francisco. And so I kind of like was happy about the Hunter's Point thing because that's where they were at like my uncle i think i told you about my uncle like he was kind of a, yeah you know mm -hmm. big time drug, drug dealer back in the day he was murdered um but he you know that's where he was you know kind of growing up he actually i'm getting off topic but i just wanted to say that because jakari always thinks like i'm just so against san francisco i'm like he don't even know like my family is from san francisco no my family <laughs> from san francisco still lives out there but yeah. um yeah check out the noisy bay area Oh, another thing I didn't like about it, and I've said this before actually on the podcast, is like Viceland does this often where they tend to go into neighborhoods like Oakland, like a Detroit or something. And they have this, they send this kid in there, like the white kid usually, and they're like, oh, it's kind of like National Geographic. Like, mm -hmm. oh, look at this neighborhood. Like, look, look what's going on here, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, also, I didn't know they were filming at the protest, like when we were on oh, yeah. 880. Mm -hmm. I was actually there, mm -hmm. and I didn't, I didn't see them. Obviously, it was a yeah. billion people there. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, like I was looking for myself, like, did they give me yeah. a camera <laughs> on the freeway? Somebody was looking hella illegal. <laughs> That's hella funny. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. Check out Noisy. No, all in all, it was still good though. It was still good. The interviews was good, the pieces was good. It's a good thing. Noisy got Viceland period got a lot of good things going Jesus on. Jesus and Mero is the best show on that network. Yeah, of course. Yo, what's good, everybody? I'm Kari. And this is Daylight, and you're listening to The Bridge, where we give you the culture and the sports every week from a barrier's perspective. Cheers, y'all. Yeah, so we want to introduce a um, new segment to our podcast called For the Culture. Yeah. And so you know we already have what's in our headphones, yeah. but this time, For the Culture is basically stuff that we want to talk about, but we don't really need to elaborate on. So it's kind of like a shout-out segment, basically, like stuff that's been going on or people that have been doing things or uh, certain stories that we like, wow, like they doing it for the culture or that story was for the culture or this, you know, you guys know what For the Culture mm -hmm. is. So, Kari, I'm going to let you start it off. Okay, so I will start it off with... um. Frank Ocean, actually, mm -hmm. and um, what's if, he doing for so? <laughs> so Frank Ocean, I uh, when I actually described this because she wanted to get this done, I was like, oh, let me see, and this came across, mm -hmm. and so basically the Grammys um, producers, mm -hmm. uh, Eldridge and there's another guy or whatever was just talking about Frank Ocean and his performance in 2013, and if you don't know, it was pretty bad depending on who you ask or whatever like that. Um, was that so, the Forrest Gump? Yeah, Forrest. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, Forrest Gump. So whatever, I guess Frank had. So basically, he was just saying that you know uh, Frank had a bad performance, and Frank was trying basically saying it was their fault, but it wasn't their fault. Is mm -hmm. basically what he was saying, and um, um, uh, basically about his feelings right now. Um, that uh, they should he shouldn't feel that way. Uh, the guy said if they, and also Frank Ocean was also he was very vocal about um hip. The representation of hip hop on the Grammys um, after, and he was just saying mm -hmm. the guy said if they're concerned about the representation of hip hop on the show, they need to respond and say yeah, of course I want to do it. They've all done it in the past without overstating it. I think we are very instrumental in the growth of Kanye West's career. Um, so basically, he just basically he's saying like we don't need Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean need us, and that his performance. Um, uh, was his fault, basically. So Frank Ocean, being Frank Ocean, who doesn't post very many things at all, doesn't have any social media, I think I think all he has is Tumblr. So he posted a note on his <laughs> Tumblr, clapping back. So Frank Ocean says, Okay, Ken and David, as much as I hate to make you guys famous or even respond to you directly, we all die one day and you're old, so fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my 2013 performance at the Grammys was absolute shit. Technical difficulties, blah, blah. Thanks for the reminder. Very much appreciated. Fuck that performance, though. You think that's why I kept my work out of the Grammy process this year? Don't you think I would have wanted to play the show to redeem myself if I felt that way? In reality, I actually wanted to participate in honoring Prince on the show, but then I figured my best tribute to that man's legacy would be—I figured my best tribute to that man's legacy would be to continue to be myself out here, to continue to be myself out here, and to be successful. Winning a TV award doesn't christen me successful. 
It took me some time to learn that. I bought all my ba masters back last year in the prime of my career. That's successful. Blonde sold a million plus without a label. That's successful. I am young, black, gifted, and independent. That's my tribute. I've actually been tuning into CBS around this time of year for a while to see who gets the top honor. And you know what's really not great? TV guys. 1989, getting Album of the Year over to Pimp a Butterfly. Hands down, one of the most faulty t TV moments I've seen. Believe the people. Believe the ones who rather watch select performances from your program on YouTube the day after because your show puts them to sleep. Use the right. old gramophone to actually listen, bro. I'm one of the best alive. And if you're up for a discussion about cultural bias and general nerve damage, the show you produce suffers from... Then I'm all for it. Have a good night. Yeah, clap back Frank Ocean, you doing feel me? For... You feel me? Doing it for the culture. Exactly. Yeah, real rap. So one thing we both were on this past week, it was uh, the debut of The Six, mm -hmm. uh, which was actually, it'll be last week now. It yeah. uh, premiered the day after the Super Bowl, uh, February 6th. And if you don't know what The Six is, first of all, you're missing out on life. Um, <laughs> but it's Jamel Hill and um, Michael Smith. Huh? Ain't Drake. Drake it's not, the no, rapper, no, no, it's yeah. not. It's not Drake. And yeah. people thought that. I looked, when it was trending the first day, people thought I thought the six was Drake. No, it's not. It's something better. Mm -hmm. um, but, <laughs> Real talk. But Michael Smith and um, Jamil Hill, they have been on ESPN for years mm -hmm. now. Like writers um, first. Yeah, writers first. I remember when Jamil was doing stuff in Orlando. Like I've been following her. I love her. Mm -hmm. um, I remember. I always used to remember Michael Smith yes, all around the horn. Every dude, time I remember, I would he was tell on. you like before years ago. This was maybe twenty ten. I want to mm -hmm. say 2010, 2011. Um, I saw Michael Smith at a convention, and mm -hmm. I. Jakari, I fanned out. Like I would never do that now. Yeah. Like, but I was a kid. Yeah, six years ago. Like, so long, seven and I years was ago. like, and this is when Michael Smith, like, he was maybe still doing around the horn. Mm -hmm. Like, they wasn't on how nah, they were on no. now. But it was like one of those things where, like, bro, that's the black person yeah, from sure. yes, like we younger you know, black person, right? Yeah. Not Stephen A. Because nah. at the time, Stephen A. was like yeah. really the only one yeah, kind of doing Scott it on a certain time. level. Yeah, Stewart Scott, right? Yeah, but, but besides them two, besides them, yeah. it was like somebody younger, like you said, younger that mm -hmm. was kind of doing it and like, had different, had different, uh, like he said, different, different talking, different. Stephen A. and Stewart Scott, no, but they sound. They, right, you know, right, they right, kind of right. like the same. So I was juiced to see Michael mm -hmm. Smith. Like, and sure. I took a picture of him and everything. But it was one of those moments. So like, for for us to see somebody like them. So basically, now they host the six o'clock hour Monday through Friday mm -hmm. of Sports Center. It's kind Easter. of a um, evolution of their show that they had earlier in the day, which was his and hers. So basically, they brought that format on a bigger set, mm -hmm. more money, mm -hmm. like more exposure, for and they sure. just brought that show up to the. Uh, Sports Center six o'clock hour, so it's called the six, um, and it's amazing. It's amazing. Their first episode, they blew it out the water. Yeah, I, I record all that shit. I got that shit recorded. Yeah. I catch it back up on it. I'm about to go watch mm -hmm. the one I missed today. Right. When I get back to the crib. Yeah. Later so on. shout out to Jamel and Michael. Yeah. Who been doing it, but been. now they really yeah. doing they it for the culture. Here. They ESPN. was doing promos on their Breakfast Club on mm -hmm. Jesus and They Mero. went on a real promo run. They really did. They went on a real. They that's really lit. Did. And I was noticing because I was like, nice, I knew they was gonna do it. Yeah. I knew they was gonna do a promo run, but I was really like because when they announced that they was doing it, it was coming on february 6th and i was like they really took january to really promo like right. hard they went hard i yeah. fuck with that tough so shout out to them like that's Definitely. really big for everybody like everybody was like that i saw i looked at the hashtag which i never do but everybody was like super supportive like you know writers and people from all around like everybody was like bro y'all really doing it like mm -hmm. people are really like legit happy for them um, and shout out to them for doing for it sure. for the culture. Yeah. Another doing it for the culture that I had is Oscar nominations came out and Moonlight got not one, not two, not three. <laughs> shout out to LeBron. <laughs> that weak ass moment. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, um, it never happened. But they got eight nominations. That's and I was really up. happy to see that Barry Jenkins got nominated for Best Director. Uh, the three categories I was really proud of was really proud of, like I was part of the film. <laughs> but that I was really happy to Should've see. Should have been, might as well. <laughs> that I was really happy to see was Best Director, um, Cinematography, mm -hmm. and. Um, original score because I the one of the first things I said to you about the movie that the music was yeah, amazing definitely. and so those three categories in particular I was like yes they need to win all of those all eight but really those and then plus Mahershala Ali for best supporting actor because mm -hmm. of course um, but shout out to them doing Word. it for the culture Moonlight definitely. is definitely doing it for the culture and yes, all the yes. actors involved with that film are they always are very well spoken when they're asked about the film everybody from Barry Jenkins to the young kid who I was just talking to Kari about who played uh, Chiron, if you've seen the film, he plays the kid in the film. 
Um, but yeah, everybody for that movie is definitely right. doing it for the culture. Shout right. out to Hidden Figures for getting nominated. Um, they for, did like a hundred mil right, or something crazy. That, yes, and they beat La La Land. So Word. La La, La Land them. should definitely not be winning Word. movie of the year. But um, shout out to them. Shout out to everybody who got nominated. Octavia Spencer got nominated. Um, Viola Davis, Fences, um, everybody that's doing it for the culture for yes, yes. the Oscars awards. Yes, so yes. That was a that's a big deal. Word. Hell yeah, that's a big ass that deal. That is a big deal. So um yeah. So that is our new segment for the culture. Like I yeah. said, it's just shout outs, not stuff we want to talk go to and detail into. Just highlights. But just just exactly, just, just highlights. highlights. Got it. Just, just a highlight segment. Exactly, for sure. And shout out to Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley been Uncle doing it for Oak. the culture. Uncle Oak. Since Free the Uncle Oak. I tweeted time. that as soon as he was down. Free Uncle Oak. <laughs> Uncle yes, Oak, man. Yes, shout out to Charles Oakley. Slapping niggas since 1972. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> man, he poked that nigga in the head like... Bruh, I don't even want to... We can really take this on. Shout out to whole show this, yeah, by the way. Yeah. But he said Oakley did a finger push-up <laughs> on the head. Man, we ain't even... We, cause we could really we, we spent really like thirty minutes, but and James Dolan is trash. trash. Like Jakari says, clown juice. Clown he is juice, the definition man. of clown, clown juice. juice. Trash. A gump. Man. What they what they say in New York? I don't uh, know what they say. What they call people who's like dumb? I don't know what the uh, clown. They yeah, call clown. niggas clowns. That's what yeah, they call whatever. niggas is clowns. Well, all the New York slang they call yeah, whatever. people who weak. That's what Burberry That's what you is. are washed. What? Yeah. Dust did. I don't know. <laughs> whatever he is. But uh, moving on to uh, BT and the yeah, resurgence of right. their and original programming. Yeah. So talk about for the culture. Yeah. BT trying That's to go back been a to for the, the rap That's city a for days. the culture moment. Yeah. They, <laughs> they trying really to bring trying it back. To get back. Yeah. They, they trying, trying to, to get back. that old thing back. Yeah. <laughs> They trying to bring it back, but um. But they recently came out with the new edition. I guess mm-hmm. miniseries. I call yeah. it the film biopic. Biopic, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. It was amazing. Amazing. It yeah. should win an Emmy. To be it perfectly should. honest with oh, you, yeah. if OJ uh miniseries could get nominated, this definitely which was needs also to get very nominated. good. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, Made in America was a lot better, but. The miniseries was good too. I mean, they weren't supposed to be like no, no, no I know, but I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, it was different. That's a documentary, right, right, right. Go ahead though. But um, new edition. Yeah, new edition movie. Killing shit. Yeah, Ooh. I was very, I was very um pleasantly. Very, like I said, I feel like I was raised off New Edition. My mama, growing up, my mama listened to gospel music. If she wasn't listening to gospel music, though, she was listening to either Brian McKnight, New Edition, or DeBarge, or something like that. That's it. Moms didn't listen to too much other kind of music, but right. when it was, it was that. Right. And you feel me? So I always was All a fan. All the KBLX cat daddies. I always, <laughs> you hella funny. I was a uh, slow jam. What is it? Uh, the Quiet Storm, all that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Quiet Storm go crazy. But, um... Mom, shout out to the old KBLA, but that used to go. And it's crazy because my mama it. just said that back when, because she, she was telling me a story about whatever, and she was like, back when KBLA was really said, old school, yes. bro. not playing. You, you remind man. me by Usher. No, like no. what happened yeah. to Hall and Oates? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, don't even get me started. But uh, new edition, uh, very well casted, well acted. Um, they did. Uh, I was listening to Stephen Hill, who is like I forgot his position. He's over digital now yeah. at BT, but Stephen Hill been man. working at BT, yeah, forever. for years, forever. But he was just, you know, he's the the one who got new edition. He basically runs BT, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so he's the one who got new edition going, and he was just yeah. talking about uh, how long it took and how important it was and how. Um, how it resurged their career, like I was saying, their their streams of music start going up, and you know they probably gonna get more shows because of this, and they're probably gonna be on more award shows because right. of this, and it's just good to see like um a uh you know you got to give people their flowers yeah. while they're alive, so I appreciate exactly. that too. Exactly. I appreciate that, that the was most. The biggest thing for me, and not only because BT does that, and they've mm-hmm. been doing it, they do it damn near every year. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they do it, but something like this was just amazing to see. And um, giving people their flowers while they're alive, mm-hmm. and also letting people who grew up—you know—they started this this shit off as kids, just letting right. them be able to eat again, see another check mm-hmm. off this shit like they deserve to. Mm-hmm. You know, they deserve to, and like like they are. And this is one of the this is what BET started off the year off of with, and this is the biggest thing that BET has had since a long time. A long time, like they're saying, they haven't. Stephen Hill said the first night or second night of. Um, of the new edition uh hasn't they haven't BT hasn't done that well since 
the game, like a mm-hmm. finale of the game. Right. And as far as views me? go. Exactly. Because as far amazing. as content go, they've been like for, yeah. before oh, the game. Oh, content. We not <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we like the content. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. They didn't. Yeah. Man, so, fumbled and right. all that. Exactly. So there's a few things that I liked about the film. Uh, first, I want us to give a shout out to the actors who played them when they were older. I don't know the names of the actors who played them as children, but they were bomb as yeah, hell the act, too. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the kids. Hell yeah, little Bobby the, Brown. Oh my god, it was Bobby, so scary how much he looked like Bobby Brown. Even Bobby, because I've been like watching, like going back and watching stuff like the making of the film and mm-hmm. doing that. Even Bobby said he was like, like Woody is good. Woody played him as mm-hmm. an adult. He was like, but little Bobby, he was like. He said, it scared me. He was like, I even watch him like offset. He said, we even sit alike. <laughs> That's hella that. funny. He said, the way I slouch when I sit. He said, he did the same That's thing. Hella funny. That's so, hella yes, funny. The, shout out to the little kids, but the adult versions of them, I was like, bruh. So, the new edition movie knew it. One of the reasons why I think it came out so phenomenally. Um, like you said, giving people their flowers while they're still around and why they can still participate in the making definitely, of their film. New edition was a part very of every important. single mm-hmm. part of this film. The writing of the mm-hmm. film, the editing of the scripts mm-hmm. of the film. Mm-hmm. They were on set every day. Mm-hmm. They trained these guys to be talk just like them, dance just like them. They were in practices doing the moves mm-hmm. with them. They were literally training them to be them. Mm-hmm. So that's a, one of the huge reasons why this definitely. movie came out so well. Also... The casting was perfection. Perfection. These guys were really singing. Mm-hmm. So when you watch the movie, this is not them lip singing over new edition mm-hmm. tracks. This is Algie Smith really singing as Ralph Tresman. Yeah. Uh, I was about to say Wolf James. <laughs> that's his social media. Luke James performing as Johnny Gill. That's really him singing. Um, so Yaz, also known as Hakeem, also known as Bryce Shear Gray. He played Michael Bivens. Uh, who did I miss? Woody McClain played mm-hmm. Bobby Brown. Keith Powers. Shout out to Keith Powers from NorCal, Sacramento. <laughs> Love him even more since I found that out. Uh, Keith Powers played Ronnie DeVoe. And then um, Elijah Kelly, who is just amazing. I've watched a bunch of stuff with him in it. Um, he's very talented. He played Ricky Bill. Mm-hmm. This cast, bro, like, that was one of the amazing. biggest things about this film. Like, it was, it was casted to perfection. Shout out to Wood Harris. Mm-hmm. Killing for- shit. A Bruh. boogie, a boogie, still in the business, still doing Bruh. shit. Avon Barksdale, bruh. Yes. Avon Barksdale. Yes, Look, and shout out to Sandy McCree, oh, who played Wee better, wife. Y'all better know these references. Yes, yes, some yes. Key no, but Sandy references. McCree played Bobby Brown's mom in mm-hmm. the film, but she was on The Wire. She played Wee Bay Bryce's uh, yeah, wife. Yeah, she was uh-huh. Delonda Bryce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you don't know that reference, get your life together. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but shout out to her, because I was excited when I saw her. Lala, Lala, Lala out here still getting roles. Lala played Ron DeVoe's mom when mm-hmm. she was younger. Um, so it was, I mean, when you when you see the movie, you're going to, yeah. Big Worm was in if it. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't, yeah. <laughs> yeah Big Worm, yeah. <laughs> he was in it. It's it's really enjoyable to watch. Definitely. And I just I just was like really impressed by how it's very well captivating. this film was done. And you don't have to be a fan of Do Edition to love you. You'll become a right. fan, I guarantee you. Exactly. It's, it's really that captivating. And it's also, amazing. you brought up KBLX. I was talking to my mom about this. I was like, really, the Heartbreak album was my first introduction mm-hmm. into um, New Edition. Because my mom, she's older than them. So mm-hmm. she was kind of like out of it by then. But... Um, so the Heartbreak album, you know, I'm I'm a nineties kid, born in nineteen ninety. So the Heartbreak album was really my introduction into so I was I love like you're not my kind of girl. Like that album is mm-hmm. legit. And I didn't really I didn't get into their older stuff until I got older and I was like, Oh, this is a new edition when they were younger, blah blah blah. And so that was a really that was a treat for me to see, you know, them when they were younger and listen to those songs and stuff like that. Also, it brought a, to light a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes that people don't realize. Mm-hmm. So you always hear these myths about New Edition, like, oh, Bobby left for these reasons, or this happened, or Johnny Gill and Bobby don't like each other, when really, you find out in the film, which Johnny has actually talked about before in an interview with Oprah, but he was there to replace Ralph, not Bobby. Yeah. Like, and you find that out, and Michael Bivens, let me just say this, bro. He killed it. Michael Bivens yeah, he is, made, yo, bro, yeah, like, yeah, he fuck, yeah, yeah. He said, he said, what y'all staring at me for? Now this nigga know we ain't <laughs> depending on his yeah, ass, B. <laughs> for sure, real talk. But I, Actually, I actually really like that part of the film. You don't know mm-hmm. until if you haven't seen it. But when he was like, he really, I felt like that was a necessary move, like mm-hmm. to get Ralph together real quick, like yeah. bringing Johnny in. It was smart album wise. All that, now, everything. Like Mike everything. was right a lot of the times. Like sure. people didn't like. He was for sure the most business say. savvy. Right. Definitely. That he, you'll see in the he, that you'll see in the right. in the film. That you'll see in the film. But it was a lot of stuff that came to light. But they left Bobby and East Oakland. A lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> they left <laughs> <laughs> that man 
had in Oakland. And they was like, nah, we done with you, bro. Yeah. Like, we leaving you in Oakland. Yeah. But if you haven't seen it, go see it. If you've seen it, tell somebody else to see it. It's very important it's for amazing. the culture. And shout out, like we said, shout out to BT for really this resurgence. Yeah. Like we I'm world, watching the quad that's right. new on BT. The world too. is better when BT Being Mary is Jane, good. for sure, 100 <laughs> percent So I'm just proud of them for new content. I think it's the first of many biopics, so hopefully mm-hmm. they do as well as they did. With this one. Right. It's, it's really amazing. Like, we wouldn't Definitely. send y'all off. Like, this is actually worth the time to yeah. take out and watch. Yeah. I've watched it, like, a bunch of times already. Hell so. yeah. Speaking of giving people their flowers while they're alive, unfortunately, the Grammys were not uh, able to do that for Prince, but... Um, his tribute. Did you see his tribute on the Grammys? I did. Yesterday? I saw everything up until like the last two awards that were given. Oh, out. you did say that. Yeah. Um. So Bruno, Bruno, man, Bruno's Bruno killed it, bro. He killed his own shit. Yeah. Morris Day in the time though. Yeah. Killed it. Killed it. Killed it. Bruh. Killed it. But more. <laughs> but I'm. Uh, I was. Doesn't age, by the way. No, like he, he still looks exactly the same. And shame like on Morris you. Hair shame is a on thinner, shame on you if you don't know who. But Jerome is Morris not in the time. Is. Yeah, that was going. That performance was going. Hell yeah, hell yeah. But uh, what else is any other takes you have from the Grammys? Nice. Chance got three Grammys. Chance got three. Best Grammys. rap album. His, best his rap performance. performance best new artist. That's big. The best rap album is big. That mm-hmm. you know he won that. But and a black the best person hadn't won best new artist since Lauren Hill. Hill, and that's lit, bro. <laughs> Somebody that's said so. Lit. Now is Chance gonna start showing up to his shows three hours later? No, he is. He's too young for that <laughs> shit right now. He got to build off this momentum. He like, just oh, kills shit. This is a curse, bro. He just kills shit. Uh, yeah, and his all his speeches were amazing. Amazing. He, he sounded like he, he really was like, because I didn't think he was gonna win. Honestly, either I felt like you know people be on the yeah. Drake wave, so and Drake had a very uh, popular mm-hmm. album, and yeah. um, in terms of it, what was, sales what was your, and the um, tour. What was your favorite performance from the Grammys? My favorite performance probably was Chance, but that's just me being no. Nah, actually, oh shit, bro, it was fucking Tribe, yeah, bro. That was my favorite Tribe killed shit. Yeah. Tribe killed shit. Tribe called Quest. Uh, performing. If you, I've been talking about their album yeah, we plenty of weeks on they uh on our podcast, Shout but they killed it. Buster came we out. We saw Buster got the limo. I said, President he must be Agent Orange with Tribe. I was like, yeah. otherwise he why is Buster here at the yeah, Grammys? Not that sure. Buster can't be there, but nah, like but he it's a flight. Yeah, like Buster sure. don't. I, from what I know, Buster don't live in LA. No. Like it's an effort to go yeah, to the Grammys. For sure. For sure. It gotta be it, the Grammys is an event. Yeah, yeah, it's an event. Like you there for a reason. Yeah. If you don't have no music out, I right follow. Now. I follow Schoolboy on Snapchat. Schoolboy took his daughter to the Grammys. It was beautiful. and he had yeah. the girl power. Yeah, video. I fucked with, yeah, I fucked with, nice. with him. But um, he didn't want to go. His daughter wanted to go. You feel me? So and he was like, I got this. Yeah, I got you. I got. <laughs> so then, only thing he was, I think he was most thing he was nominated was best rap album. So he ended up losing that. And then after he was like, see, this why, <laughs> this why I don't go to the Grammys. Like after on Snap, he was like, this why right. I don't go, baby, because. I don't got time for this. This is it. This is a moment. We have to do hella. I have to get my haircut. He ain't had no haircut in hella right. long. He has to get a haircut. Like I gotta buy he, you an outfit. Tired too. Yeah, he just like, I'm, he like I don't got time for this. Like, bro, I could have. I had to. I had to go to Target. Yeah, like, anything, anything, <laughs> anything, anything. I had but stuff to do. Tribe was definitely. To, Tribe was definitely my favorite performance. As you said, it was, was yours. My, did you see my? T- they oh, you probably it. didn't see my tweet during that performance. I pro- I, I still have so many tweets going off at it the time. Was. Shout out to the undefeated Twitter. They were funny. Yeah, they was there. Live tweeting. That's good. Yeah, I, that was that was funny. Yeah, undefeated is on the up. They um, shit like that. But everything but, was good. Chance got oh not everything was good. But it was one of the better yeah. b- black representation was more prevalent, um, prevalent this on this than, than it ha- has ever been. And it still wasn't enough, if you yeah. ask me, but it was a step in the right direction. And then, you know, they hit you with the boom. We still you feel me? Are where we are. As soon yeah. as they had like, uh, and also as soon as, as, soon as the end. That's what I'm right, saying. Right, right. Everything was all good until the end. It was all good just so we yeah. <laughs> Thought it, everything was all sweet. Um, they letting no. I was gonna say my sweet during the tribe. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, here you go. Disrespectful cons. No, no, no. Uh, I wasn't gonna bring uh, that okay, up. Okay, what was you <laughs> I was gonna say because uh, I referenced Angie Martinez's book. Uh-huh. I was like, cute to oh, yeah, bimbe, tip, yeah. But even more so, yeah. I read Angie, Angie my book for sure. <laughs> Tip has one of the best like rap voices ever. It's so like, oh my, don't it's just so. But it's just, I'm just talking about his voice. I don't care about how the man looks. I'm no. just talking about specifically. I'm talking about his voice too. I love Q-Tip. For sure. Specifically it's on how the man looks. Very unique. Very unique. Um, rest in peace, Fife Dog. Yeah, I love that they played his uh, for verse sure. and they yeah, just and him it just, do it. Oh, it was lovely. It was amazing. Um, you got to check out that performance though. That that shook, you know, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Resist. Um, other than that, what are the takes from the Grammys? 
I don't have too many Grammy takes. I'm sure I'll, you have more than me. I'll have young, more after the Oscars, music. probably. Yeah, of course. Um, Beyonce performance was amazing. That chair shit was crazy. Beyonce that visuals are always good. Yeah, it does, but she's amazing. Yeah. Beyonce looks good pregnant, too. Um, she has a real good family Shout thing Solange going on. Solange for winning Solange. her first Grammy for yep. Cranes in the Sky. Hell yeah. That's crazy. That's lit. That was nice. That's lit. But yeah, I'm so I'm 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 geek for chance. You feel me? Because chance did this independently, like he was saying. Independent doesn't mean by that yourself. you're by yourself. It just means that you are freedom. Free. It just means freedom. You're free, and that's just dope to see somebody who said they wasn't gonna sell their music. That's and the Grammys changed their, was just saying. exactly, and the Grammys had to change their whole format for that's chance. For and he won. You feel me? Dude. And he won because he didn't so sell any lit. records. It's just it like he didn't sell. No, it was all free music. Everything he did was he just won three Grammys off free music. That's lit. Yeah. Um, Beyonce didn't win album of the year, record of the year, or whatever for the third time. Um, a lot of people wasn't feeling that. Uh, a lot of people. And lo- there's a lot to say on that, but I mean, definitely. No, I mean, I wouldn't even say there's a lot to say on it. I mean, it's just it's just all preference. Not it's yeah. all preference. It's just like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so speaking of music, I think we can go right into what's in our headphones. Yeah, hold on, no. This is what I was going to say. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, I wasn't. <laughs> you know. say quiet for me. Nah, yeah, no. I was thinking about the, the shit. Yeah. Uh, I would have rather Adele not say anything, but I appreciate her saying something. I would have rather her not say something, but I appreciate her saying something because... Yeah. And if you haven't seen Adele's speech, I, was, I would suggest it. go but back yeah, and watch definitely. it. But yeah, definitely. It was something. She said some, a lot of valid things. Um, even in her presser after she won, she said even more valid things. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to her. So yeah, all in all, the Grammys was great, but they always find a way to uh... to mess it up. It was exactly. having a good night. <laughs> yeah, it was going well. Uh, but like you said, moving on to what's in your mm-hmm. headphones, what has been in your headphones? Me, I've been talking enough. To... No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Actually, I finally the last time we recorded Kaylani's album had just came out like the day before or two days before, so I hadn't got a chance to really dive into it. Mm-hmm. I love her album. Um, too much, get like, uh, peace of mind. Those peace are of mind. Like, I like yes. personal. Oh, make just personal. Yeah, personal. yeah I like her album is nice. Like yeah. I've really, I've really been listening to that. Like besides New Edition, <laughs> I've really been listening to a lot of Kaylani. Um, Khaled is an artist named Khaled. He has a song mm. called Location, which mm. I actually Send love. Me yes, it's, it's not spelled like DJ Khaled, spelled K H A L I D, not yeah, E D. Um, so if you want to listen to him, I've been listening to his music. Mm-hmm. Um, I love you know, that's kind of you know, you know, by this now what I like to listen to. That's kind of really right up my that alley. Lane, that's our lane right um, there, but that shit go crazy. It does. So basically, that and Kaylani is what's really been in my headphones, like I said, besides. Old school, which I'm always listening to. Word. Edition, all of that. Work. What about you? Uh, of course, um, still Migos and Kehlani. Mm-hmm. I've still been listening to those albums a lot. But honestly, Big Sean, I decided. Uh, I've been listening to our album really a lot, a lot. And uh-huh. I'm just happy for Big Sean. Proud of Big Sean. That's a very good album. Big Sean keeps getting better. I would love for people to stop saying Big Sean is underrated. Big Sean is no longer underrated. Big Sean is top five. He's been top five. Y'all just don't be listening. Y'all just it's just popular to say somebody's underrated, but if you listen, he's gotten better. His content is always underrated great. Or overrated. No, underrated. He's all oh, it's always that he's underrated for sure. He's always the underdog. Always. Always has been, but I just think he's out of that level. We need to start talking about how Big Sean is compared to Drake and Cole and Kendrick. Mm-hmm. And we were before. Mm-hmm. But like Charlemagne was saying, we need to start saying, is he better than these people? I'm not saying he is, and that's not for me or whatever, whatever. I'm just saying that that's all, it's just that's important. Yeah, that's a whole that's not even yeah. But I'm just saying it's important to start the conversation like that. Mm-hmm. And just saying, oh, is he on a level? No, he is on a level. Is you know, he better than them right, now? You know, another is the reason question. is because Big Sean not out here trying to get radio hits either. So oh, whenever, no, he is, though. He, he is, he though. He is, but he at the is, same though. time, it's not like... It's not like Drake. Nobody do it like Drake. Say, yeah. It's, not like it's nowhere near like Drake. Where you need to have this video. You so, need to yeah, have I think this. people should say he's not as popular. Right. as, But he's... Uh, talent-wise, he's very talented. The the Extremely album is amazing. It, it, it shows his growth. And like, like he was it. saying... I've only listened to it. I've only gotten through the whole album maybe once or twice. So I wouldn't say that I've been continued. It's not something that I have been continued. But I did listen to it, and I like it. I've been a big Sean friend's since he first came out, I For saw sure. him in concert early on, like maybe after he came out, like right before he came out with his second album. So um, 
Yeah, I it's called I Decided, and it's just he was basically saying it's just about himself now and how he made the, you know how he decided and him deciding to be a better person. You know all these decisions he made got him to the point he is now, mm-hmm. and it's just an album about his older self talking to his younger self, mm-hmm. and it's just an album that speaks to me. You know, in my time like like now, you feel right. me how I feel, and it's just good. I also been listening to Sid Sid from the Internet. She had an album called Finn. You actually really like that shit. It sounds like Aaliyah a little bit. She mm-hmm. got this like a Leah vibe mm-hmm. going. Um, Prince is back on you. Spotify. Prince is back on Spotify. And Apple Music. All that. Uh, he been on title this whole time. Yeah. Shout out to Hove. Uh, but yeah, Hove I know don't probably... own title no more. Oh no, he do. I thought he sold it. Part of it to Diane. So stop. Oh, uh, you no, he good. He he just He's, got. I, I I just thought he sold it. Nah, he just got caked up. Oh. Nah, he didn't it's sell the sprint, whole thing. Right? Yeah, he didn't sell the. He didn't sell like. He just gave him a little piece of the pie. Um. Which is good. Uh, this episode is probably gonna be over an hour. We try to keep things under an hour, but we didn't record last week, so you know we yeah, had to we get had our shit to off. But yeah, and I was ranting too. So yeah, yeah, we know, y'all. Yeah, don't remember do too that. Much, like you don't be going shit. off on music yeah, tangents. All rare the time. sometimes. No, 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 but, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna like. But this is a long time coming. Ashley, Ashley, they had a whole bunch of shit bottled up. She had to get this shit off. I'm a, I would, you be like, you know, they under J. Cole brand, you know, but I've been really listening to them for a long... You be going off on music tangents yeah, all I the do. time. Not as much as you. That's fine, though. We all go on rants. It's the bridge. This is us. It's about our... This is our show. So it doesn't matter. You can go on as many rants as you want to, sweetheart. You pointed it out. So don't don't make it seem like it was me, bro. But you feel me? Follow us on Twitter Remember at the bridge. Remember that thing that he said? I said yeah. earlier Remember. about Black follow Dudes, on, baby. Follow us <laughs> on... <laughs> I was talking about Chicago. <laughs> I'm oh joking. no, I'm she joking. is. See, I was saying she's joking. like, don't put me on record, but I'm the nigga that that ain't uh shit. Ain't no- but whatever. But you know, it's all good. I'm good. I'm comfortable in my skin. I'm good. I still ain't whatever. But back to I was saying, I'm promoting our shit. <laughs> the Twitter, the Bridge Five Ten, uh, uh, IG, the Bridge Podcast Five Ten, and yeah, hop on that man. Show us some love. Follow us on SoundCloud. Yes, 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 all of subscribe that. to us. All that type of shit. Shout out all Pussy that, Platt. Bill that. Bridges, not walls. Cheers, y'all.